The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. What's good? It's Cannon. First of all, just right out of the gate, I want to thank you for watching this channel. We really, really appreciate you. And if you want to subscribe, you can win a virtual meet and greet with your favorite artists on Zoom. Uh, and then we'll put it here on the channel. All you have to do is subscribe. That's how you win. Today's Zara Larson. You won't believe how clumsy <laughs> this girl is. And that led to some uh, interesting experiences on stage. Can you imagine forgetting your own lyrics on stage? And it only gets worse from there. All, all that and more today with Zara Larson on OHP Uncut. Thank you so much. Subscribe. Here's Zara. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Hi. God, you sound good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Why don't we explain to everyone who that was in the background? That was Stephanie. And um, she's like my babysitter for the day. Got it, man. I wish I had a babysitter ever. I need a babysitter just for like nights out. Like when I know, I know right? it's going to be a late night. Um, yeah, we all need that. I really do. Just someone to kind of keep me in place. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can't take that champagne bottle out on the dance floor. You know? <laughs> yeah, so just be completely irresponsible. I mean, no, that's not the toilet. Things like that. Exactly, exactly. That's what she's doing with me. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that job pays well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so you're yeah. in New York. You're uh, at the offices of the record label, and they've got you. Yeah. They sort of parade you around, and they you do? <laughs> parade you. To, yes. They mean that, like parade you around like a show dog. Uh huh. Uh huh. But basically, you, you go around and you meet people, and you go to radio stations and mm-hmm. you perform the song, right? Yeah. Talk about the record. You know. Um, speak about what's to come. Talk a little bit about my album. Just all of that fun stuff that we might get in today, too. What about Can't Tame Her? Have you had to do that in, like, a conference room or something like that? Not yet. I've uh, performed it one time acoustically with uh, a guitar, and that was really good. Like, I really loved how that sounded. So it made me think, maybe I should even do, like, an acoustic release with it. Because it really changed the 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 vibe of the song because the song is so you know there's the hard-hitting drums there's the synth and uh it's very energetic and you know stripping it back always makes you listen to the song in a different way and like shines a different light on it but i've done it one time in sweden um just full full track full dancers all of that so it was it was really fun to get those two experiences, but I hope I'll have to perform the song like a million times. I hope it's gonna do so well that in a year I'm gonna be like, please don't have me perform this again because I've done it so many times. <laughs> That's what I hope for. That's gotta happen from time to time with certain songs, right? I mean, I know you love yeah. all the songs, but eventually you're like, I know, yeah. I mean, like Lush Life or Never Forget You or Symphony. You know, they've been with me for such a long time, but. Honestly, those are also usually the songs that makes the audience the most excited because um, they're like the most popular ones. So I think they really connect with the crowd. So I might feel before like, oh, here we go again. But then once the song starts and you see how excited the audience gets, then it really wakes up for it. And then I get excited, too. Have you ever forgotten the words of one of your songs when you're on? Oh my stage? god, are you serious? I, I, that's like the reason why I have back, like backup singers, so I can look at them and be like, <laughs> "What am I? Like, what am I singing?" Like, I do that 
at least twice, twice a show. Easy. I've seen like legendary singers do that before. I've yeah. seen like the Rolling Stones. Uh-huh. Forget and it's weird songs. because you sing the songs like again and again and again, like it shouldn't happen. And yet here I am just like wah, 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 making up words, making up words. Yeah. Is that crazy. the most, is that the, like the biggest ass you've ever made of yourself on stage or have you done something worse like trip to um, the no, I've never actually never tripped and fall, which yeah. I'm a clumsy. Yeah, I'm a clumsy girl. Knock on wood, I'm a clumsy girl. But I haven't done I haven't done a, a big fall. Well, actually, one time I was gonna go down in a split because um, I do that usually when I perform. I do this uh, split thing during my song "Wow," and my heel. I, I usually wear like heels. It got stuck in the floor and it just like came off. So oh. my whole sh- my whole shoe just broke. And how do you uh, play that off? You can't really play that off. Nope. I think you just got- <laughs> you just gotta like laugh at it. I think I just like held up my heel like what the hell? I think I threw the heel out in the audience. Somebody, someone lucky got to take home the heel. <laughs> but- Look, I got Zara Larson's heel. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I have to like that shit and put it yeah. on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I d- I'm not. Also, I'm not really embarrassed by like anything. I think you can laugh at most stuff. It's not that serious. So forget words or having my heel come off or you know tripping. It's it's all a part of life. I've got some fan questions that came in. May I? Okay, fun. Yeah, please. They are they're always all over the place, and that's kind of what I like about them. Look, um, M says, "What is one object you take with you everywhere you go?" I guess she means like. Do you have like a like a lucky charm that you bring with you or something you perform with all the time? Um, no, I mean, my phone, of course, always comes with me. And I would say as of lately, like either these ones, like a flosser. <laughs> oh, we all use those, yeah. I, <laughs> I hate having things in between my teeth and uh, a lip gloss. I love a lip gloss. How many times a day do you use those flossing things? Well, I mean, I only use them once and okay, I throw them okay. away. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple in my pocket. But I've usually, it depends on what I'm eating. You know, some things can get stuck in there. Ever since I had Invisalign, actually, they've been acting up. Um, I never used to get food stuck between my teeth. And now I do. So if, if it gets stuck in there, I just want to make sure that I have a couple on me. So I don't, like, have to walk around with that. Just the worst shit in the world is somebody with bad breath and you smell it and there's nothing. I don't want that to be me. Yeah, I don't God. want that to be me. I want to be a fresh That'd girl. That'd be the biggest turn off, literally. <laughs> yeah, all. it really is. Imagine that. No, nightmare for someone to be like, Zara, she's really nice, but she smells really bad. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. She's really nice, but hygiene just kind of isn't her thing. Oh my God. No, please no. See, Ambush says... How do you spend your me time when you have a time that's just like for you and you don't have to work, you don't have to get paraded around to mm-hmm. perform, you don't have to go on stage, um, I, and you don't um, have to write either. Like, what what is just like? Oh my god, I I stay in bed. Like, I barely go up to like get my delivery food um, or go to the like. I am so lazy. And uh, I think that's what needs to happen. You know, there's balance. You work really hard some days and then work hard, play hard. But I the, the things I do when I play hard is by 
laying just horizontally, like flat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I live my life. I love to lay down, watch some series, um, documentaries, scroll on TikTok. Um, what about Wednesday? Did you watch Wednesday? I did, yes. I thought so it was very good. cute. Yeah, really cute, really enjoyable. Usually I felt like it, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be like my type of show because I love like I love like a very serious drama or like a dark comedy, but I, I really enjoyed it and it was it was really nice. What about White Lotus then? If you like dark comedy, love. you watch that? I love White Lotus, yeah. That yeah, was it took really me a minute to get into it, then I'm like, whoa. I know, right? Have you seen both seasons? No, I haven't seen the second season. Oh, the second season's fun. That's the one with Audrey Plaza, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I need to see that because I love her yeah. so much. That one's fun. She's um, great in that. Oh, and when you're in bed, do you order um, Uber Eats? I do. Oh, my God. I spend way too much money on Uber Eats. I'll I think that's what I spend Taco most Bell, money I on. I swear to God, that's how lazy I am. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And we don't even have, like, in Sweden, you know, I think for most cities in, in America, you could do, like, a drive through And it's just, like, you know, the city is kind of built around the car. We don't really have that. And I live in the, you know, like, in the city. And I don't have a car in the city. So I have to, like, walk out and do all of that. And sometimes when I'm off, I'm just so, so, so thankful for these heroes that will help me deliver my food. You don't have a car? No, not where I live. I have it in LA. Um, okay. But in Stockholm, it's like New York City, you know, the the transportation system is so good. And like, I would walk everywhere or I would take one of those scooters. I always take the scooters. And it's a small city. It's, a, um, it's, it's big on my list of places to go. What would you say you is should. the number one mistake tourists make when they go to Stockholm? Hmm. I don't honestly think there is a mistake you can make. I think the only thing would be to like miss out on certain things. I think the biggest mistake you can make is to go like this time of the year. You can absolutely not do that. You have to go in the summertime. Spring, summertime, late summertime, even better. Um, but please don't come winter because then you won't get like the true experience. It's cold and damp, and that's what it is. Yeah, and it's dark, first of all. Yeah. I think, you know, that's what's so depressing is that not only is it cold, but sun sets at, like, 3, goes up at 9, sets at 3, and then it's just dark. I love this question. This is a great one from mm -hmm. Ambrosia. She says, yeah. how do you think TikTok has changed music? Ooh, yeah, that is a good question. I think just in general, how we consume media, it's a lot more fast-paced. And the, the cycle of anything is a lot shorter these days. Yeah. Like we we switch out what we watch and, and listen to a lot faster. So the longevity of like a song, um, it, it burns bright, but it burns quickly, you know, like a matchstick. So uh, I think people are just ready to like get a lot like i know when i release a song it could take like two weeks and then people are like when is your next song gonna come out and i'm like yep. oh my god i just released the song like <laughs> yeah. calm down you know but then i think it also is an amazing platform to help like creators um build their own like i'm you know signed to a major label but to break have a breakout song and like gain an audience you can do that by yourself um and i think that's pretty incredible that you know, my, my friend Ray, she is independent and she released her song Escapism. That was like maybe her third single. That's and, your friend, uh, 
yeah, I love her. We've written songs together and I always see her when I when I'm in London or at you know, in LA at the same time. And uh it did so well on TikTok that it reached number one in the UK and it keeps climbing the chart on Billboard. And, you know, that's a great example of I'm like, actually dying to get her on the show. That yeah, is, she's, I, I she's incredible. I get enough of that song. It's so good, you know. So I think that's an amazing thing to happen for, for platforms like TikTok to really boost like artists that maybe doesn't have that support from like a label or something like that are you like a, a regular tiktok user or what's the first app oh yeah i am using it uh to post i am but i'm mostly using it to like see what's up you know see what my my fellow friends are doing um and you know i i it's very entertaining and it's, it's a good algorithm it knows exactly what you like and what you're into so it keeps me hooked do you do twitter I do Twitter, yeah. People are I think Twitter is also very fun, and it's a, it's a little bit more interactive than Twitter. Like, yeah, you know, you can really get down in like rabbit holes of like, oh, who's this person, and then that person answers that. So, oh, who's this? And I know, like, as soon as something's happening, an event, like a, a worldwide event or anything, I always just go into Twitter. Twitter is great for that. Someone is talking about it, and I want to know, like, for the new, like, for what's happening, um, relevant stuff. Uh, that's happening right now, I always go onto Twitter. And I do like the the atmosphere right now. Sometimes Twitter for artists can be a little toxic. And uh, there's a yeah. lot of, you know, pinning artists against each other or their fandoms, like, against each other. But I try to focus on the love that people show there. And there's a lot of love that people show. And it's a great way of, like, directly communicating with my followers. Yeah. So, um I try to just focus on that, you know? I do think Twitter is, is really fun as well. All social media platforms. I'm such a, uh, a, a a child of my time. People can be so brutal. I don't know what it is about yeah. Twitter. I feel like they're so much more brutal on Twitter. They so really are. They really are. Yeah. And everyone agrees with it. So I think, you know, I think you have to remind yourself that sometimes if people are like, oh, I hate her, like, it's like, do you though? I don't. I don't believe that. I know exactly I think, what you mean. Like, you know, it's it's like mm, it's not that deep. It's not that serious. I have to remind myself that, you know, some people are just trying to be funny, honestly, and trying to be funny online, and they have like an online persona, and uh, it's not real life because every person I meet in real life, I've never actually encountered no. anyone <laughs> who would tell that to my face. So I guess I'm good. And so far, you know what? Well, maybe they will shove me out of Twitter in a few years. Because I feel like once you reach a certain level of like success and fame, they just turn on you. And I hope that won't happen if I ever reach that level. Um, I hope to just keep it fun and positive. But you never know. For now, for now, I enjoy it a lot. I saw a video of you one time breaking down like your favorite Swedish snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are your favorite American snacks? Mm, favorite American snacks. Snickers? Is that American? Yeah, it's American. I think that's American. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll have a Snicker. So you're not like a Cheetos kind of girl or ew, but, <laughs> No, ew, disgusting. <laughs> we have we have like in Sweden we have a version of Cheetos, but they're just like a million times better. Why is it a hundred not- times better? I want to know why it's better. Because it just is. It just is. It's just like it's like a premium Cheeto. It's like real cheese. Okay. 
I don't know if it's real cheese, but it it it, it tastes like it tastes like what it's supposed to taste. You know, the wow. Cheeto, the Cheeto feels like it's it's poisoning me. I don't think I've ever heard the term premium <laughs> Cheeto before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll bring you. I'll bring you some next time. They're Please so do. good. They're try it. so Does it good. Leave the orange on your fingers, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you well, have that, a that, okay, because that would take away from the experience. But didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It leaves the orange dust. Absolutely, and uh, they're so, so, so yummy. Um, you, if you know what, it's the it's a blessing and a and a curse because if you try it, you would never want to eat Cheetos again. That's how good they are. <laughs> it's we've, true. Um, we've heard I uh, can't tame her. Tell me about the rest of the album. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It's um, I wouldn't say it's like all over the place, but it's definitely like it's pop. It's some highs and lows. Uh, can't tame her is one of the songs that have a great energy. It's high tempo. It's energetic it's fun um there's some other songs on there that are a bit more like hip-hop drums um there's some songs that are club bangers there's some really really sad songs just like a piano track and what one track vocals uh there's just a mix of all the stuff that i love and i think it's it's a very dynamic album um a lot more than my previous album poster girl and I think I'm just like really having fun with it. And I think it's also a little bit more vulnerable than my other one because the the majority of the album is not like all the songs I did with a very small group of people. So, you know, you get to know each other really well and um, you just get a little bit more in depth. So I, I'm just so excited about what's to come. Some good vocals on there. Uh, been working with Rick Knowles a whole lot. He's such a legend. And uh, I think it's going to be my best album to date, easily. I've so. heard you use that word vulnerable to describe the album um, mm -hmm. a, a few times. What are you being vulnerable about? What were you feeling like you, you needed to express? I think it's just a feeling of like um, allowing myself to not always be like super happy because I'm like a very, you know, happy person. And uh little bit unserious um but I'm also like any other person like a complex human being with all the emotions inside of me and sometimes you know you get affected by a person or uh an event in your life and you know you're trying to heal from that and then music can be a really good way of of doing that and I think just to like allow yourself to express yourself in that form could be really therapeutic and I think you'll be able to hear that in some of the songs. I can't wait to hear the whole thing. What would be your advice knowing knowing the feeling of, of the album for me to listen to that whole album front to back? What mm. setting should I be in? Where should I be? Should I be laying in bed with it on with the lights off? Should I be in the car going? That's the great I mean yeah, I think the car is always like a really, really good place to listen to the music because it usually has good speakers. Yeah. It's always fun to like be like going somewhere, like physically you're going somewhere, you're moving forward and it puts you in a sort of trance. I think I love to listen to songs in the car because Me like, too. you know, you just have that whole experience. So the car is like probably my, my, um, yeah, my tip for that or in the bed because there's so many like ups and downs, it's really hard to play the whole album in like one setting. 
But I think maybe, you know, if you're getting ready for a night out, um, that could be cool. Like getting dressed, maybe, you know, pouring yourself a drink, maybe hanging out with friends. But the car is the, a great place. I can't wait. Yeah. Now I have something to do on Saturday. That's exactly Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's an event. You are yeah. always um, full of such positive energy and, and, and sincerity. And it's always so nice to talk to you. And I love your music. And it's just, Thank you so much. It really is always just an honor to have you on. It's oh, always nice when I, when I, I appreciate you it. On. It's nice to talk to you, too. Thank you for your time, Zara. Thank you. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.